touchdown. And then on backfield, Jackson is in. in. Reverse, reverse, and then a throw. And it's Anthrop who originally got the handoff that gets the catch. And he's loose inside the 25, reversing field, inside the 15, gets a block, inside the 10, to the end zone, touchdown Purdue! Look, Anthrop's going to get the initial handoff, then we're going to give it back to Milton Wright, and then we're going to toss it back to the quarterback. And welcome to Interesting to See daily sports podcast about news narratives takes and gambling the produce spoiler makers upset another top five team their second one this year i do believe the moral of the story is maybe stop putting big 10 teams in the top five i don't know we'll talk about that in a little bit of course matthew stafford threw two incredibly stupid lions-esque interceptions last night in sunday night football as the titans dummy the rams in what was one of the coolest nfl sundays in a month after having a couple boring results and a couple boring college football slates, we had some action. We had some cool stuff going down over the weekend, so let's get right into it. We're going to start today with the New York City Marathon. If YouTube will work, I'll pull up a clip. If it doesn't work, that's fine. We don't have to watch the clip. Let's see if it's going to work. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's do it. Let's watch it. New York City Marathon, something cool happened historic in the women's marathon. Let's watch Coming it. Coming through. I think she's going to hold her off. Now mm-hmm. a golden anniversary victory. Paris Chep Cheer Cheer is the champion of the 2021 New York City Marathon. Paris Chep Cheer Cheer won the New York City Marathon. She is a woman from Kenya. She is the first person ever first woman ever to win the New York City Marathon the year she won the gold medal. It's a fun fact for you. Of course, the New York City Marathon not held last year, so people were really into it this year. Congratulations to her. That's your fun fact of the day. All right, let's get into some NFL football. Uh, The big story over the weekend, of course, was since the last time you and I spoke, Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and lit his career on fire by talking about the woke mob and vaccines. And he wrote, apparently, he put together a 500-page dossier about why... The mud him and his fiance, Shailene Woodley, drank was an adequate treatment for the prevention of COVID-19. So they let anybody into Cal, apparently. <laughs> uh, and then uh, NFL Sunday pregame shows, all of them, Fox, CBS, ESPN, essentially, they, they, they basically tied him to a chair and just beat him to death. They were talking about how selfish he was. He's a liar, that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, not great for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, Aaron Rodgers didn't play in the game. Jordan Love played in the game. And I thought, hell, I'll ride that wave. I put him in my fantasy team. And he did not do very well, but he did better than Matthew Stafford. So I don't know what that tells you, but those are facts. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Green Bay Packers by a score of 13-7. to Jordan Love is not as good as Aaron Rodgers. Shocker. However, the Chiefs suck. Chiefs are not good. I don't know what that was about. They just, the 13 points on Green Bay. Detroit scored 17 points on Green Bay and a half. And the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. He's just not willing to take the check downs. He's not willing to throw for five yards. He's just not mentally there. Um, maybe he will be, but if he doesn't get there soon, they're not going to the playoffs. So that is what it is. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep it in the NFL. It was one of the weirder weekends. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Kyle, who had an 11-way parlay that would have hit. He had 10 out of 11. It would have been 11 for 11, and he would have made $23,000 on a $15 bet if... The only thing he missed on the parlay was Bills beating the Jaguars. The Jaguars beat the Bills, and the narrative that's going to come out of this one that is no longer entertaining, I'm calling time of death, is that Josh Allen intercepted, sacked, and forced a fumble on Josh Allen. 
stop it with the Josh Allens. Stop it. People are like, Josh Allens. And I saw one Twitter loser was like, is it Josh Allens or is it Josh's Allen? Ha 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 ha. Shut up. Incredibly boring. Underdogs all over the place. The Falcons beat the Saints. Cordero Patterson is apparently the greatest player we've ever seen. He was a return specialist. And then everybody's been trying to make him a receiver. And the Falcons were like, yeah, put him at running back. And now he's like one of the best running backs in the league. It's incredible. The Patriots dummy. The Panthers, Sam Darnold sucks. Uh, Ravens and Vikings go to overtime. Um, the Vikings are almost the best team in the NFL, but they're just not there. The Eagles have started running the ball and stopped passing the ball, but they lose to the Chargers 27-24. to Dolphins and Texans in what was a sad game. Tua Tagovailoa has a fractured finger, but the Dolphins don't have their shit together. So he still had to back up the backup. They're like, hey, the guy that we drafted in the first round, we know you're hurt, but you can't be hurt because we don't have a backup quarterback. So, yeah. Uh, one narrative that's not going to come out today because a bunch of shit happened yesterday. The Cardinals destroyed the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are not injured. The Cardinals were. The Cardinals were missing their QB1, their RB1, and their wide receiver one. And they went into Candlestick or whatever the hell it's called now, Levi Stadium in San Francisco, and they essentially dummied the San Francisco 49ers. Kyle Shanahan is a fraud. I don't understand. Like People are not getting it. Kyle Shanahan is a fraud. They're not good. He's not a good coach. He's not a good talent evaluator. They had some draft picks, Mike McGlinchey and Joe Staley and George Kittle and, and Nick Bosa, and they rode the way for a year, but they actually kind of suck. He legitimately is like, in terms of wins and losses, he's got the one year where they went to the Super Bowl, and they rode that offensive line and that defensive line. Other than that, he's basically Matt Patricia or Joe Philbin. He's a loser. He loses games. He's a loser. I don't know how else to say it. He's not good. They don't win. You play to win the game. Kyle Shanahan is the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. They don't win. The Bengals drafted Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell, and Jamar Chase was the rookie of the year until yesterday when he fumbled inside the five-yard line, dropped a bunch of passes, and got crushed. Also, the Browns pass-rushed the Bengals to death. They only ever sent four guys, and those four guys got home pretty much always, and as a result of that, the Bengals were unable to move the ball. They scored late, but it was so bad that heading into the fourth quarter, heading into the fourth quarter, Tony Romo was like, hey, if you're the Bengals, you got to get Burrow out of here. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad the score was, and that's how bad the game was. You know, Panay Sewell has not dropped a ball or fumbled a pass all year. Wait, dropped it, whatever. He's not done that all year. Um, yeah, wide receiver, offensive lineman, this is great. Let's just tie them together for their whole careers and not forget that someone went between them who was a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Coming up on Monday Night Football tonight, Bears and Steelers. I suppose we can look at the gambling lines for that. i got to type that in real quick. Let's do some college football real quick. Uh, Monday is always good review shows. Um, the college football rankings in, from the Associated Press, like the beat writers who vote and the college football playoff committee, those rankings are different often in big ways. Uh, but one way that they weren't different is that Michigan State was a top five team and Purdue knocked them off. <laughs> Purdue for the second time this season has knocked off a top five team. And my take is we got to stop putting random ass Big Ten teams in the top five or top four. Stop it. They're not good. Just assume they're not good and they will eventually prove you right. They beat number two, Iowa. Iowa is not a top 25 team in the country, in my opinion. Maybe 20, somewhere in there. I don't know. And then Purdue dummied Michigan State at home. That Michigan State's not a top five team either. They're having a good year against the sorry ass Big Ten. Like this is, they're not top five. The last Purdue. Top five victory that is legit, is super duper legit, is when they destroyed Ohio State back in 2018 and Urban Meyer just looked like, huh, I don't know what to do. I kind of want to quit. I don't know what to do about that. But shouts to Purdue. I love it. Let's keep the madness going. Um, 
College football slate was interesting. LSU gave Alabama a run for their money. This is why LSU fans get so fussy, and they have such a good point. Their recruits are legit. They're as legit as Alabama players. They really, they're really, they're like, they're super legit. But the problem with this is that they can never find a coach to coach them that way. But occasionally, when they get up and they focus, they can play teams like Alabama tough. They should be able to beat Alabama about like 40 to 60% of the time. But they just can't. They can't find a coach that will pull it out of them and like throw the ball and like not go chasing women. They almost beat Alabama. Alas, they don't. Number two slash eight, Cincinnati beats Tulsa. They survived Tulsa and they will definitely not be going to the playoff now. They needed to kill those guys. Uh, TCU sets Baylor. Uh, first game without Gary Patterson. They rally. Notre Dame wins. Notre Dame's schedule. They're getting hurt by half joining the ACC, which is hilarious. North Carolina upsets Wake Forest. Wake Forest was the last undefeated team in the ACC, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the real winner of the day, though, was the University of Mississippi, my proud alma mater. Uh, their Twitter account won the day, no doubt about it. I'm trying to pull the tweets up now. Where did they go? Ole Miss football tweeted. So the Ole Miss played Liberty. And the thing about Liberty is that their head coach is Hugh Freeze, who used to be the head coach at Ole Miss. But he uh, solicited prostitutes and allegedly maybe hooked up with college students and uh, committed a bunch of recruiting violations and then lied about it. And so there was a bunch of sanctions, which eventually led to rock bottom. And then the school hired Lane Kiffin, and now things are on the up and up. So now Hugh Freeze is coming back. It's Liberty. Liberty has uh, a huge NFL draft prospect quarterback. So does Ole Miss. So there's like an interesting part of the game. Ole Miss should dog walk them. Ole Miss is missing, get this, nine starters on offense. And the quarterback, Matt Carell, probably could have been missing as well. But they go up 27 to nothing in the first half. Hold on to win 27-14 at the end of the game. Ole Miss football dunks on Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze's phrase, along with, I don't know, 20 other colleges in the country, used to be win the day. Well, Ole Miss football has the picture of Hugh Freeze, a viral picture of Hugh Freeze coaching at Liberty from a hospital bed in the booth. They have that picture Thumbs up emoji, and it says, won the day. There it is. Yep, and then beneath that, they replied to themselves and said, if you have complaints about the result, send it to libertyfootball.edu. If not, please do not slander these young men or insult their family. Hmm. That was deleted, and eventually they apologized, which is a non-apology apology. We would apologize if you were offended, which is awesome. The other winners from college football are this moose at South Dakota. Right South Dakota State, this moose is like, he's on the field. Not during the game. Yeah, the moose is like, ah, man, I thought that you guys would be gone, but you guys are here, and I don't like that. And uh, shouts to this or, fox. I think uh, that's it's like a fox. That, that is not a cat. That is, that not is a, a fox. Oh, wow, you guys are really good at this animal thing. Definitely not a cat. I agree. Uh, let's talk about some hockey. Arizona Coyotes, 10 straight losses, but shouts to those guys. Let's uh, enjoy their first win of the season. Wait, mute. God. Why are you the way that you are, Twitter? You are super annoying. Let's go. In the corner, Adam Larson will play it in behind it. Back to the front, they score! Larson Krause! Five oh, yeah. On Grubauer. Arizona Coyotes, they beat the Seattle Kraken for their first win of the season. They're jumping up and down. It's good to see those guys get off the schneid, even as pro athletes. Speaking of that, Detroit, uh, they the Pistons, they broke it all the way down, and they got Cade Cunningham and the first overall pick of the draft when the NBA draft lottery. Blake Griffin last year did one of these things where he like wasn't hurt, 
but he was hurt, but he couldn't play all year, and then he got traded, and all of a sudden he wasn't hurt. So his first trip back to Detroit, a working man's town, and uh, they welcomed him back. Blake Griffin using some muscle to score inside. Boo, and then he boos the crowd. Look at it. Boo. Fans let him know that. Yeah, uh, yeah pretty. The NBA players just do whatever they want. The Sixers, by the way, without Ben Simmons playing a game this year, have won eight of their last ten and are the number one team in the National Basketball Association. So, what have you. Uh, I got this really interesting stat about the Titans next time you want to wager on football. The Titans are nearly unbeatable as big underdogs under Mike Vrabel. This is from my friend John Breach. With this win over the Rams, this is a real stat. This is crazy. Under Mike Vrabel, the Titans are 7-0 and against the spread. Against the spread, so they're covering, but... The real crazy thing is that they're six and one in the games where they're an underdog of six or more points. So when Vegas and a six point spread in the NFL is typically huge. Teams are worse and better than they've ever been lately. And nobody knows what that's about, but three, four, five point spreads are usually what you see in the NFL. And when there are touchdown underdogs, they are six and one. They are six and one and they've covered the spread every single time. They shit kicked the Rams last night. It was honestly incredible. Good for them. Uh, I mean, shout out to Mike Vrabel. I do, you do love to see that kind of thing. All right, let's do some uh, Monday night football preview. The Bears looked better on the road. Was it on the road? I don't know. They played San Francisco last week, and now they're in Monday night football, and they looked much, much better than they have. However, their head coach, Matt Nagy, who's going to be fired, their head coach, Matt Nagy, was not at the game because he had COVID, and they played a lot better. Huh. So the Bears are going to get worse because their coach is back. They're going on the road to Pittsburgh for Monday Night Football. Pittsburgh is kind of good and kind of bad. We don't know. They're favored by a point. The over-under is 39. That's right. I talked about that on Friday. The over-under is 39, and it's a seven-point spread all the way. This is the best part of the show. Let's do the math. 39 divided by two is 19 and a half. 19 and a half minus three and a half is 16, 19 plus four. So 16 to 23 is what Vegas is saying. 16 to 23. That sounds exactly right. Yeah, I'm staying away from that over under. Screw that. Not betting this at all, but Justin Fields, we'll see if he can take a step forward, take a step back. Nobody knows what to make of the Bears. Their offensive line is trash. Uh, Pittsburgh, whatever. It'll be a nice game on Sunday night or Monday night. I know that ESPN couldn't resist these two classic franchises duking it out. I honestly, uh, yeah, I can't blame them. I mean, it's about making money, right? This is a business, y'all. This is a business. This is a business, y'all. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Dallas Cowboys for stealing money from me. I thought that they would absolutely destroy the Denver Broncos, but it went the other way. The Broncos were up at 1.27 to nothing, and frankly, the game was not that close. The Cowboys had five, and this is the best offense in the NFL. They had five first downs until garbage time when they got a couple touchdowns, and it was garbage time. Garbage garbage time what a great weekend of nfl sunday football be back in better than ever tomorrow morning like great review subscribe make your friends and family listen to it i'd appreciate it five-star reviews all that good stuff